0: Hello, and welcome to Walk It Off, a podcast that will help you walk off the tough days in life, tackling the topics of love, marriage, parenting, personal development, and probably some completely random topics, since that's who we are. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week and listening to episode 18 of the Walk It Off show with Candy and Ryan. I, of course, am Ryan, and I'm here with the wonderful, beautiful, and amazing candy.
1: What's up, for everybody?
0: Uh, I wanted to start off the episode by saying thanks to everybody for all the, the listens, the shares I saw on iTunes. We have an official five-star review. Ooh. Um, I will have to figure out how I can access that from my Android, and we will are- we'll see. Yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I just need to like buy someone's used iPhone just to have <laughs> so I can... I can do all the iPhoneiness with yeah. it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> be part of the cool kids mm-hmm. club. Yeah,
0: I won't actually use it, but I can, I can <laughs> use it, you know. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we've been talking about the um, first form fall challenge that we've been on, and this is the uh, the last week of it, and we're just kind of wrapping it up. Tomorrow is actually the last official day, so we'll have to have all your stuff submitted and finalized and whatnot by tomorrow at 11 59 p.m. and we did the majority of that today still got uh, some measurements to take mm-hmm. and uh, maybe one more set of pictures if we decide we're feeling spunky no took all the pictures today
1: no we stood in because we took you have to take your first pictures and your last pictures in the same light and so we were with our shirts off in the front room of our house for a really long time today because we took some pictures then we took some more pictures and then we're like well let's add this we added our uh essays to our pictures and so we took more pictures and by the time we were done we we're just really cold uh our daughter was like what are you guys doing <laughs> like uh we're taking our uh, last pictures for our challenge she's like oh your last progress pictures <laughs> like yeah,
0: apparently our seven-year-old understand 75 hard lingo now <laughs> so
1: i don't know if that's a parenting win i feel like it is yeah so I,
0: I think it is uh so yeah we'll just we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the whole fall challenge what all we've learned what we've done uh we're gonna go over our essays um and i might post the link to the YouTube video I created was well, a slideshow with music um, of my transformation from kid to fat kid to not quite so fat adult. So, <laughs> so uh, Candy, you want to kick us off and tell us your thoughts on the whole kit and caboodle?
1: <laughs> it's kind of sad. And I, I know people struggle with their weight. Um, and the first time I remember feeling overweight was kindergarten, uh, just kind of feeling chubbier than the other kids. And, um, looking back, I really wasn't that heavy or anything. Um, maybe just still had that baby fat quote unquote. Um, I was active and I would call myself a normal kid, not, I don't know, whatever you want to call normal. Um, I didn't get teased a whole lot, anything like that, but um, it went past that acceptable time frame of the quote unquote baby fat stage whatever that is. Uh, people seem to kind of hold on to that for quite a while um, which I get being a parent, you know you don't want to label your kid anything particular. you don't want to put them on diets, things like that. Um, you don't want to give them. A poor body image, things like that. And I certainly don't blame my parents. I mean, it was just, it was just the 90s, man. We mm-hmm. had some fucking hamburger helper. Yeah. And my mom and I were actually talking about this the other day. We had jello like all the fucking time. It was like, oh, jello was like the vegetable. We'd have vegetable too, of course, and mixed vegetables or some canned green beans. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, it was always in like a muffin and you just, it was just the way it was. It was just the way my mom was raised. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the nineties with the low fat phase and everything mm-hmm. being low fat, but high sugar, that's just how it yeah, was.
0: Fats were the enemy. That was when they just, they couldn't decide whether or not eggs and milk were bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the whites are good, <laughs> but the yolks are bad. Well, then no, the, the yolks are good. The whites are bad. They didn't
1: know. Yeah, and
0: exactly. then McDonald's had to throw in the whole supersize thing. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's, that's what got me.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, and I just like into my teen years, just feeling that general shyness. Um, I feel like outside of the usual awkward teen phases. Um, and then I went into my adult life kind of feeling like I wasn't part of my own life. Like I was always watching myself do things, but I wasn't present in my body. If That makes sense. It's it's weird. I don't, I know I'm not the only one because I've talked to other people about this before, but just kind of feeling like you're there and not really, you can't really live in your own body. It's just, it's odd. But I think part of that's not being present in the moment and not being able to really focus in on where you are and your feelings and what you're doing. And a lot of that stuff comes from that hard work of eating healthier and working out, doing things like that. So when I was 21, I started eating better, really focusing on my health. I just didn't like who I was, wanted to be better. Um, so I lost about 40, 40 pounds. I was feeling great, um, And with that confidence, I felt better on the inside and outside. So I met my husband and that was great, of course. But uh, I wasn't I stopped working hard anymore because I felt like, you know, we were happy. We I didn't feel like I was having to work so hard to earn what I was looking for as I found that loved. He loved me. And he loved me for who I was both inside and out. And so we were just having fun. We've talked about it before. Eating like uh, campground raccoons and drinking like fish. Um, And don't get me wrong, we were having fun. We were, um, but I think we were both searching to be filled. And I think that was something that we were, we had before we got together. We were both trying to fill our cup with something um, but we, when we got together, then we thought we could fill each other's cups, but I, I don't feel like we were able to, to the full extent, at least to fulfill our inside selves. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I was filling my cup more with beer and Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, then some time passed when I went to nursing school. Of course, nursing school is hard on you. Lots of traveling, not uh, lots of, uh, moving around, but also lots of poor food choices because you're stressed and tired. Um, After I got done with nursing school, we tried to get pregnant. Lots of several uh, failed attempts, as we've talked about in our light a candle uh, episode. If you have any struggles at all with pregnancy, infertility, miscarriages, things like that, I really, it's not an easy episode, but I really encourage you to listen to that one. It's um, kind of talks about our struggles with that. Um, but after those failed attempts, we had our baby girl and that is when the whole world shifted. We found our new why, and that's kind of where it started for both of us. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about your past?
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, said it before a few times, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I've always been, you know, the quote unquote fat kid, um, always always turn to food for for comfort and uh whatnot and it it led to me getting to 300 pounds at all of five foot seven which is built very much like a one of those big old exercise balls <laughs> um everything hurt my knees my ankles my back just everything hurt um uh, the, the number on my pants were getting bigger. The X's on my shirt were getting bigger. Uh, when I was a kid, I had to wear the husky size jeans, which whoever came up with that name, uh, you're just an asshole. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's just it's true.
0: for a chubby kid and your fat kid, however you want to word it.
1: They could just call them fat kid jeans. It'd be just about as mean.
0: Yeah. At least it'd be like... It would it would be like this open like hey you're fat and not this hey there husky fella (laughs) yeah you need to buy some jeans, but uh,
1: big (laughs) bones big
0: bones yeah a lot of big bones so (laughs) 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 that uh, yeah that that wasn't quite how I meant it but (laughs) it's out there now so at a young age I learned. Pretty pretty quickly, that uh, humor was a great way to to point out or to defuse the the few bullies that were out there, and you know it was always pretty easy for me to to change the subject and the situation with some type of humor. Um, only ever led to a few fights with with primarily one kid, but uh, I've been I've been fortunate and blessed to have really awesome friendships. Throughout every grade, um, even when I moved away to college, uh, moved to a different town after that, uh, made friends, and you know, when I moved back, so I would make new friends, so that that's always been an easy thing for me. I'm a, really an extroverted person, but uh, just being the fat kid, and I growing up, I uh, played uh, football, And then i wrestled uh, on junior high and uh played football junior high and then right into high school and i had to have knee surgery and i i missed that season i could have maybe pushed myself and tried to get back but you know the the other linemen that are out there because being a bigger kid i i wasn't fast enough to be a running back or anything like that i wasn't tall enough to be a wide receiver or anything. So I was put on the line and I was a small lineman. I wasn't a fast lineman. And so the other guys I'm going up against are six foot plus. You know, some of them like my sophomore year, they're pushing 400 pounds and they're six foot six. And so yeah, I'm just a a, a bump in the road as they (laughs) plow me down. So i missed that season and i became the uh, team's equipment manager and I, n- I never played football again which not that it was a you know i'm not i don't regret it i just it is what it is i uh i kind of liked being the equipment manager it taught me to be the go-to guy kind of be quick on my feet think on you know someone's helmet broke and i needed stuff fixed and so i became i became that guy for the whole team and I actually really did like that. Um, I did track as well, but I was just a thrower. And I wasn't a very dedicated thrower, but I had a great time with a lot of cool people. (laughs) So, like, we carried a couch out to practice to sit on. They would tell us that we needed to go run for our cardio, which I don't honestly know what throwers need cardio for. But we would really just run around the corner of the school and get in someone's car and drive to the donut shop. (laughs) So then I went to college and it was the same, same story, only I was away from home and I had the unlimited meal plan in the cafeteria, so as much of anything that they had, I could have it. Uh, I remember one day, um, the, the welding classes I took, we, got, we started at 8 in the morning, we got an hour off for lunch, and then we went back and we got an hour off for dinner and we finished up around 8 o'clock at night. Uh, just classes Monday through Thursday, eight to eight with those two breaks. And then uh, Fridays was a half a day. That's when we did our, our specialized welding. But I was getting hungry and wanting snacks. So I had, there was a whole loaf of bread there at the sandwich bar. You know, they had all sorts of bread, whatever you wanted, kind of meat and cheese wise. And I made a bag of sandwiches. Just meat, cheese, mayo, mustard, uh, lettuce, and tomato was was out the door. I didn't that that's just for the birds. So I just wanted meat, and cheese sandwiches, and uh, yeah, it just continued as undisciplined fat kid, moving on. And then shortly after college, uh, I moved up to Thermopolis, like we would mentioned in another episode, and yeah, it turned. Uh, I was—I turned 22 in Thermalt, but once I turned 21, I just started drinking a lot more, along with turning to food for comfort, and uh, yeah, it just kind of led downhill until I moved back to Laramie and met Candy. And stories kind of parallels what Candy said, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but uh, yeah, then 2011, uh, 2012, I was at my heaviest right around there. And in uh, late 2011, I hurt my back, fell out of a snow plow. And that was a, you need to lose weight and do better, find a different job that's not beating you up so bad, or you need to have surgery and possibly be put on permanent disability. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I decided to quit that job and we, uh, we did a little bit better but not really. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Still drank a whole lot, ate a whole lot.
1: Ate out a lot, too.
0: Yeah. Applebee's two for 20.
1: Those were the good old days, Mm -hmm. man.
0: Yep. Hey, guys. Just wanted to interrupt our regularly scheduled program to do a quick plug for Anchor by Spotify. If you're thinking about starting a new podcast, which you should, the Anchor app makes it super easy. We love it because you can record right into the app from your phone or computer. You can edit, add music, and publish right from your phone if you want. They even distribute it for you to platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google, CastBox, and several others. Check it out and let us know if you do. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: So we got... We had Addy and... I just remember very specifically, we've talked about this before, uh, we went to Ryan's stepbrother's wedding, and just seeing some of the pictures from that wedding was kind of eye-opening to see how far we had gone. That was my heaviest, and Ryan's not quite heaviest, but...
0: No, I was was roughly about what I weighed in high school, so for... A lot of people that's like, yeah, more to weight in high school. (laughs) Yeah. I weigh less now than I did in junior high. So Mm
1: -hmm. but I think we got after we had her and then just kind of falling back into a lot of our old habits, things like that, and realizing like, okay, we have to get control of our health. Like we have a kid now, we need to be more active. We need to be able to play with her and do the things we need Mm -hmm. to do. So at that time, we started an AdvoCare challenge, which we're kind of promoting a lot of things on here, but we've tried a lot of things, and I think we need to be honest about that. Like right now, we're doing First Form Love First Form, but we still do some AdvoCare stuff, and um, we've done some Zingular stuff, and it's kind of that thing where you can use whatever you want. All of those things are tools, and... If you're not doing the work, you can take as many pills and potions as you want. But if you're not doing the work, you're not going to see sustained results. Mm-hmm. You might see some water weight loss, even some fat loss at first, but that's not going to stay off. It's not something that's going to be a fix. Mm-hmm. So while we, we do like and use supplements and use them as tools to help us meet our goals, don't for a second think that it's because we don't want to put in the work or that we don't need the work. All of those just kind of help move you towards your goals quicker or maybe even just help keep you focused on them and help you kind of round out your nutrition. It's not anything that like makes you drop off all this weight. Uh, So we went through the advocate, a couple of challenges with them, lost a pretty decent amount of weight at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the first time we really did it and stuck with it was 25-ish pounds, maybe a bit more.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, and I started working at the hospital, and I was working uh, with another girl who was really good, um, liked to work out, and she was doing some exercise programs and some um Eating like scheduled eating programs, stuff like that. So I was, I had a good support system at that time, and then uh, wanted to start looking to get pregnant with baby number two. Addie was about three at that time, and started working in an office. Well, we had integration and all these crazy. We were purchased by another company, and just that whole year, I put on a good solid twenty pounds at least with that just having that more sedentary, not being used to that, and then all the stress of, you know, new bosses, new job, new company, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so uh just kind of a steady eating my feelings, stuff like that. And when I'm off track, Ryan's right out right there, like, oh yeah, let's sure let's get let's get back on that track.
0: Yeah, I'd have eight beers.
1: Exactly. Uh so we' we really never stopped. We've always been pretty active as far as like going for walks and trying to do better things like that. But, uh, this, this year we decided like, okay, 2020 happened.
0: Uh, it was a dumpster fire that happened.
1: (laughs) It was a dumpster fire. Spent a lot of time at home, spent a lot of time ordering in because well, you want to support local businesses um, so of course then you need to stop and get a growler cause you stopped and got those, you know, chicken wings or whatever. And so, you know, that same eating our feelings, trying to feel better, which I'm sure many of you, if not all of you can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Cause that has just been a global thing and, um, you want to feel better. Well, I can tell you that none of that stuff has any long-term effects for making you feel better. Um, I was at this amazing training again this week, and they talked about the three things that drive happiness And any person, no matter your sex, race, age, whatever. They said, um, and this was the University of Philadelphia. I can find the um, information, but they did this study and they said that the three things that can make that can increase your dopamine is, uh, exercise. And the second one is doing five random, five planned acts of kindness in a 24 hour period. So you plan it out, you do it in that 24 and that can give you a five day boost of dopamine. And then, uh, the other one is anticipation. So visualization, dreaming about that vacation, dreaming about your future, things like that. Um, so all these things, but none, nowhere in there is it drink alcohol, have a bottle of wine every night, or
0: order some pizza,
1: order some pizza have a six-pack of beer. Like Yeah, that's a quick boost, and that makes you feel better in the moment, but it's not something that is sustained um, or anything that's going to help you long-term for sure. Mm-hmm. So this year we're like, all right, it's time to get our shit together. So we did – talked about it before our super soft 45 we started that january something
0: yeah something like that because yeah 75 hard started march 1st so uh-huh. yeah
1: so then we did 75 hard hardest thing we've ever done um especially as far as like programs challenges whatever you want to call it um making our especially something that we made ourselves do that was hard Uh, We may have gone through some harder, like, trials, tribulations, things like that. But that whole, like, straight 75 days of just making ourselves do something hard. Um, Then the summer, not really. I wouldn't say we went off the wagon. We definitely went off as far as drinking goes. We Mm -hmm. were um, having a few beers, Lots of beer. <laughs> summer is so hard. Mm-hmm. You just want to sit outside, and summer's here so short. Um, I think we need to figure out how to get away from that once summer hits this year. But mm-hmm. um, so we've got our we did our seventy five hard. We we took some of the summer off. We did the twenty four day challenge in July to August, right before oh. your brother's mm-hmm. wedding.
0: Yeah, which that – I think we've talked about it before. was 75 hard rules, but we did it for 24, 24 days.
1: 24 days, yeah. Just to – we made up our own thing. Uh, didn't get any credit or anything for that. But um, lost about 10, 10-ish pounds doing it, so that was yeah, something nice. something like that. Um, just try to get back in gear. And then we decided after that to do phase one of the live hard program. Mm -hmm. So we completed that. Um, I could actually start phase two right now. Um, it, my phone beeped at me the other day that I could start it now. Um, I have decided just because I want to, there's no cheating in that. And so you can't, I couldn't have like a cookie if I wanted a cookie, things like that. So, um, I think, what our plan is right now is to just take a couple of weeks, I wouldn't want to say off, we want to finish this year strong, we're going to keep with our macros, we're going to keep with our um, coaches through the First Form app, uh, and really continue to try to um, keep up the momentum through the end of the year, but not with the phase two, so we'll start that Um, To finish our year out, we have to start phase two on December 28th. Mm -hmm. So right after the holidays, we'll be hitting it again. We'll be talking to you guys about that again, I'm sure.
0: Probably be drinking some sparkling grape juice for New Year's.
1: No, that's got sugar, bro.
0: True. To get some diet. True. Maybe we maybe uh, make some kombucha.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like we have little kids, so... Ringing in the new year for us is more like maybe 10. I think we ran it in with, rang it in with Addy last year at like nine.
0: Yeah, we we did it East Coast time because they're (laughs) three hours ahead of us.
1: Yeah. And then we went to bed also. I don't think we stayed up till midnight last year either because we were just like, old. it was 2020. Mm -hmm. All we wanted it was to end. Yep. And then 2020 was not that much different. It was great, great for us. Yeah. It was a good year for us. I had, um, I like to use passwords to like speak existence into things, and I had challenge, change, persistence, um, and then of course some numbers and characters that you cannot guess. Um, <laughs> with those words, just kind of put those things out there. So those those were. Common themes throughout the whole year, which I'm really proud of. I'm, I think we we had a really awesome year.
0: We've done we've done really well. I think this year alone, I'm down just shy of forty pounds mm-hmm. this year. Um, thirty of that or thirty-ish of that since March first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's been really awesome.
1: One what is awesome about that is that you didn't lose it in a month. Mm -hmm. People think like, oh, I have to lose this 40 pounds right now. Mm -hmm. You don't. If you are steadily losing, even if you're losing a half a pound every week, that's that's still 25 pounds in a year, right? Ish.
0: Roughly, yeah. Then, you know, a, a pound a week is a pretty aggressive goal even.
1: Like if you want
0: to not do anything crazy, doing, say, normal workout exercise and a proper diet, if
1: mm-hmm. you will.
0: Not any sort of crazy crash cabbage soup diets or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a pound a week is a really, really aggressive goal. Or maybe not aggressive, but it's, it's a good good steady goal that's, that is very achievable.
1: Well, and it's something that you can maintain mm-hmm. also because you drop 100 pounds and it, it, if you drop that much in a short amount of time, it's a lot harder to continue on that. I mean, mm-hmm. not to say you can't because I've certainly seen people who have. They get it off and they keep working on it and they realize that uh, lifestyle change. But if you don't realize the lifestyle change and you – um, just go back to eating like a butthole for the rest mm, of the.
0: Don't eat like a butthole
1: after you. <laughs> that was on a Ryan's, uh, coaching thing. Yeah. <laughs> it cracked me. Team up. Zoom call. Every mm. time I go to, like, eat something I shouldn't, or, you know, ha- think about cheating after this challenge is over tomorrow or whatever, I'm like, oh, don't eat like a butthole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so. What the Live Hard Challenge so far has taught me is that it's it's starting every single day. It's being consistent every single day. It's not just Mondays because all that happens if all you ever do is start of Mondays is a whole lot of empty and disappointed Tuesdays because, mm-hmm. you know, you wake up Monday morning and you're like, all right, going to do it. You maybe even get up early, work out, do the thing. And then Tuesday, you're like, oh, somebody Mm -hmm. brought in donuts. Well, I have to have a donut. Otherwise, I'm not really living my life. It's my life. I want to live live it. I want to do that stuff, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that. You're just, your life is every single minute, every single day, Mm -hmm. every single hour. And I could walk into the kitchen right now and eat a bag of chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. I have a bag of chocolate chips, I could eat them. I could even like dunk them in peanut butter or make a batch of cookies. I totally could. Yeah,
0: she could eat some of them because she's going to have to fight me for the rest of (laughs) them.
1: Kick (laughs) your ass. I work out, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to choose to sit here and sip my tea and drink my water. And then I'm going to go to bed because it's 10 o'clock. And I'm. Gonna wake up tomorrow, and I'm gonna make a choice to get out of bed and hopefully go work out. I've been struggling with that a little bit this week because I've had trout I was traveling and stuff like that. But um, even with tra- with traveling this week, I'm pretty proud of myself. I did a good solid three miles every day running. Had a gym to work out in, so that was awesome. And uh, when I'm by myself, all I do is run amok. So it's it's good good time to get some extra workouts in but
0: it's and the whole thing's about you know a a lifestyle change and i've kind of mentioned it before that you don't need to go on a diet you need to change your diet Mm because we're all on a diet every day
1: i think that's such a good mindset to have
0: yeah and so like don't wait to start i remember Even when we were doing 75 hard, I was like, oh, well, we could wait one more week. I was like, no, no, we'll start. We did start on a Monday just because I think we had something going on on that Sunday.
1: Well, and Mondays are logical times to start. And not to say you can't start on Monday, but you need to spend that Sunday planning and preparing. Listen Mm -hmm. to Meal Prep Debunked if you want to know more about what we do for that. Mm -hmm. We have chicken in our fridge sitting there right now that is fixing to get cooked up for the week
0: some steaks that are going to get cooked up tomorrow as well. Mm. So, and then I remember too, when we started, um, phase one, uh, we were kind of hemming and hawing about it. Like, Oh, we could start here. We could start Mm. there. And that's before I knew about phase three has to be done. The 30 days prior to the end of your year so that you, you don't get any redos on phase three. But, uh, I was at work, and Candy sent me a text and was like, "I want to start phase one today." Mm-hmm. I said okie dokie, so we we did it. Yep. And yeah, so don't don't wait to start. Don't think, oh, I'll wait till I'll wait till New Year's. I'll wait till then. I mean, my year New Year's resolution, and it's an astronomical percentage of New Year's resolutions that fail. Something like sixty some odd percent of New Year's resolutions At fail. Least. Yeah. So. Even just start a little bit right now and you'll be miles ahead.
1: Do you really want to gain 10 pounds over the holidays that you also have to get off first of the year? Yeah. And I mean, man, I feel like I did that every single year. But I went to Doubletree. I love their cookies. And the chick at the counter was like, do you want a cookie? I was like, yes, but no. (laughs) She's like, "Was was that a no? Like, yes, that was a no. And it was so hard because she she had it in her hand. Like she was just getting ready. It's not something that people turn down too often, free mm-hmm. cookies. But mm-hmm. I afterwards I was like, good work. Like you did not need that. I know exactly what that take that cookie tastes like. I've had them before. Mm-hmm. And they are the bomb. But I when I was running that night, I thought to myself, it was gooey and chewy in the middle and a little crispy on the outside. And like, I don't know, kind of like food porn, I guess, but <laughs> I was like, just thinking about it. And I thought about it longer than it would have taken me to eat it. And I got probably more of a boost because I was running, getting that exercise in and like that constant i like running because of that pounding on the pavement it just it's just that constant rhythm that just kind of gets your brain to just get in line with your steps i guess I'm a weirdo but <laughs> i i was really proud of myself for that cuz I, I totally you know i wasn't on i could have even probably figured it out to get it into my macros for the day um, cause last time I was at the double tree, I was on phase one, so I could not have a cookie, uh, unless I wanted to start over. So this time I had the choice. I could have done it. I could have even justified like, oh, I'm going to go for a run after I'm get my stuff unpacked,
0: but start carb loading.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I was like, no, I'm good. So just those little tiny victories, it doesn't have to be big. Huge things. You don't have to drop all that weight right now. But if you start making little decisions, little choices, make it through a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Plan on a Sunday. And you fail on a Tuesday or Wednesday. That new day can be Thursday or Wednesday, Friday. Okay. It doesn't have to be, well, you know, I ate a piece of cake. I may as well eat the rest. Yeah. I I had... A uh, breakfast burrito for breakfast. I shouldn't have done that, but it just sounded so good. And uh, Maria's in Laramie, Wyoming. If mm. you're ever around, hit up Maria's, man. That place is the bomb, and they have mm-hmm. some sweet ass breakfast burritos. They
0: do everything.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> everything so good, and it's close to our house. It's terrible, yeah. but you don't have to eat a bad lunch. You don't have to order Jimmy John's just because you had a breakfast burrito. You can still eat your chicken and veggies. Mm -hmm. it's not going to sound as good because you had such a delicious breakfast, but one step at a time, one day, one hour, one minute, you could eat a French fry one minute and eat broccoli the next minute. That's just, that's your choice. So our verse of the day, uh, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. Isaiah 40 31. Uh, So just remember you have strength that is beyond yourself. It doesn't have to be um, all you. You have got the strength of God to make a good decision in your life, to do something nice for someone, to do something nice for yourself, uh, to live out your purpose and your meaning uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed listening today. If you did, please share with a friend. You guys obviously are sharing because this this podcast is growing. We really appreciate you guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week.
0: Thank you for listening to the Walk It Off podcast. If you enjoyed our episode today, please share with your friends and leave us a review. We're open to feedback, and you can reach us on Instagram at the Walk It Off Show. And email us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you got to do to get up and move on day after day, challenge after challenge. Have a great week.